Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 299, Pentecost Sunday, Year B. Today's Feast of Pentecost, in many ways, is a birthday celebration, because with the coming of the Holy Spirit upon the disciples on that first Pentecost Sunday, Christ's Church was born. And as the readings this weekend tell us, we become beloved sons and daughters of God, heirs to God's kingdom. We have been given the freedom of the children of God. But the second reading supplies an essential qualifier, lest we get proud and self-indulgent. And that is that the freedom that we've been given is in order that we can live as Christ did. So we're reminded Pentecost and our membership of God's family is never meant to be self-serving or indulgent, but all about service, self-forgetting love, continuing that wonderful love that Jesus brought to us. As the readings say, if you're guided by the Spirit, you'll be in no danger of yielding to self-indulgence, since self-indulgence is the opposite of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit is totally against any such thing. It's precisely because the two are so opposed that we do not always carry out our good intentions. When self-indulgence is at work, the results are obvious. What the Spirit brings is very different. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trustfulness, gentleness, self-control. There can be no law against things like this. You cannot belong to Christ Jesus unless you crucify all self-indulgent passions and desires. Since the Spirit is our life, let us be directed by the Spirit. The Gospel this weekend also reminds us that the presence and action of the Holy Spirit in our lives and in the lives of the Church would always work to remind us of everything that Christ Jesus did and said in his life and keep us close to Christ and his values. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Truth. All who live by the Spirit strive to live authentic, honest, integrated lives built on truth. And of course, Christ is the truth. May we too know the peace of Jesus in our lives. With peace comes the capacity for forgiveness, forgiving the sins of others. This forgiveness is clearly a gift of the Lord who loves us. This gift is given to each of us individually and also to the church through its ministry. At the heart of our Christian life, fear is taken away. Peace and forgiveness are given to us. May we dispel the fears of others and proclaim the peace and mercy given to us in Jesus. Finally, after the Spirit descended upon the apostles, people of different languages and cultures could all hear and understand them speaking. But what's really interesting and very important is the people were not speaking the one and the same language now. The Holy Spirit didn't suddenly give them the power to speak the one language. They were all still speaking in their own individual languages of different nationalities and cultures. But even so, they could still understand each other. That's a reminder that the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, brings not uniformity, but diversity variety, but we're all one in that diversity, 
because the common language we speak is the language of God, and that language is true and overflowing divine love. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Come Holy Spirit, Creator, come within your kingdom, make us your That sing when nature gives us seeds to sow. He who is artful in grace, in his true light, can lead and show us the way and raise us high. Guide our hearts and trust that with your love, embrace us, hold our faith and make us wise. Keep us from undue spite, bring us true peace. Through trials you keep us safe beneath your wings. Through Him we may know you love, reborn and brand new. Hear our call and we shall sing. All glory to the Father and to His Son. Christ and the Spirit come, the three in one. Amen, Amen, Amen. The love of God has been poured into our hearts through the Spirit of God dwelling within us. Alleluia! In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Happy Pentecost to you all. With this wonderful feast day celebrating the birthday of the Church, as promised our Lord sent the Holy Spirit from his Heavenly Father to fall gently upon the Apostles and ensure Christ's abiding presence in and among his followers of every generation. The Spirit gives fruitfulness to all we do and say in the name of Christ and continues to carry on Christ's work in us all. Peace and goodness to you all for this wonderful feast. My brothers and sisters, to prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you have revealed yourself as the way to the Father. Lord, have mercy. You have poured out on your people the Spirit of Truth. Christ have mercy. You are the Good Shepherd, leading us to eternal life. Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
Let us pray for a strengthening of the gifts of the Spirit within us. O God, who by the mystery of today's great feast sanctify your whole church in every people and nation, pour out, we pray, the gifts of the Holy Spirit across the face of the earth. And with the divine grace that was at work when the gospel was first proclaimed, Fill now once more the hearts of believers. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem and at this sound the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in their own language. 
Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own language? Parsians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Parisia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. The Word of the Lord Lord, send out your Spirit and renew the face of the earth. Bless the Lord, my soul. Lord God, how great you are. How many are your works, O Lord. The earth is full of your riches. You take back your spirit, they die, returning to the dust from which they came. You send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord last for ever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. May my thoughts be pleasing to him. I find my joy in the Lord. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Brothers and sisters, live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit, and what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to prevent you from doing what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. Now the works of the flesh are obvious fornication, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. I am warning you, as I warned you before, those who do such things 
will not inherit the kingdom of God. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. There is no law against such things. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passion and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. The Word of the Lord The Sequence of Pentecost Holy Spirit, Lord Divine, come from heights of heaven and shine, come with blessed radiance bright. Come, O Father of the poor, come whose treasures gifts ensure, come our heart's unfailing light. Of consolers wisest best, and our soul's most welcome guest, sweet refreshment, sweet repose. In our labour rest most sweet, Pleasant coolness in the heat, consolation in our woes. Light most blessed shine with grace, in our heart's most secret place. Fill your faithful through and through. Left without your presence here, life itself would disappear. Nothing thrives apart from you. Cleanse our soiled hearts of sin, arid souls refresh within, wounded lives to health restore. Bend the stubborn heart and will, melt the frozen warm the chill, guide the wayward home once more. On the faithful who are true, and profess their faith in you, in your sevenfold gift descend. Give us virtue's sure reward, give us your salvation, Lord. Give us joys that never end. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Alleluia, Alleluia. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who comes from the Father, he will testify on my behalf. You also are to testify because you have been with me from the beginning. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, because he will take what is mine 
and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord We sometimes hear that the Feast of Pentecost is referred to as the birthday of the Church, which is sort of half true, except when the first Pentecosts happened, there was no Church, at least as we know the Church today. In fact, there was very little that we would recognise as connecting with our modern-day understanding of the Church. There were no cathedrals or chapels, no popes, priests, monks or religious sisters. These did not appear for many centuries later. It's in these early days there were no real estate, no bureaucracy, laws or titles. Of course, once the physical churches were established, they became magnificent works of architecture and art. They were established to let God and the followers know how he was to be praised. Throughout the world and across the ages, many churches were built and fortunately, many of them still stand as a great testimony to the deep faith of those who gathered in them. Yet as magnificent as many of these buildings are, they are simply the shell in which the actual church gathers, that is, the people of God and the faith community. On this day of Pentecost, which is actually the 50th day after Easter, the gathering of the disciples was probably to celebrate the Jewish feast, which celebrated the ancient covenant which God gave to his people through Moses. In the Acts of the Apostles, Luke turns this gathering into a powerful and dramatic event, when the Holy Spirit descended onto people, not commissioning structures to be built, but inspiring the disciples to spread the message. And in that sense, the church was born. There was a leader, a blundering fisherman named Peter, who was joined by a small group of very ordinary people, marginal folk who were connected by three important things baptism into jesus breaking of bread and a readiness to tell others of what they had heard seen and learned now we know very little about how and where they met possibly in houses or in secret to avoid the attention of the roman authorities but we can assume there was plenty of robust discussion about what was going to be the most effective way of delivering their message to a sometimes hostile audience. There was the assumption that each person upon whom the Spirit fell had gifts to use to spread the message. And that was all they had to start with. Simple people with a variety of gifts. As St Paul so confidently states, now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. There weren't necessarily great orators or wealthy merchants, no politicians or lawmakers, just people who met and had become convinced that Jesus was who he said he was and that they would be accompanied by the Spirit of God in all their future work. That was and still is the essence of church. Not that anyone completely understood what each one was trying to say. That was the real miracle of that first Pentecost. That ordinary people who had spent time hiding and in fear were now making bold proclamations as the Spirit prompted them. As Luke also tells us, in a quite outstanding reading from Acts, that the Spirit filled these first disciples with words to speak to all these people from unpronounceable places. 
The various languages are symbols of the varied ways that we too can use our unique gifts to bring the gospel alive. The great variety of gifts emerge from the one spirit in which we are all baptised. So part of our task is to discover how the spirit has gifted us. It's not rare to find people not wanting to find out about their giftedness or even wanting to display them, since having accepted the gift, it only comes to its fulfilment when it's shared with the community. It's when we witness to our faith through action that we become the church, at least the community that Christ established. Everything else, the buildings, the Vatican, the encyclicals, while helpful, are basically peripheral and incidental to the primary identity of discipleship. So as we gather this Sunday in a building constructed in modern times, it's good for us to remember we have all that we need to experience what the apostles experienced. We have the simplicity of the Gospels. We are a group of disciples listening to the Word of God and receiving the broken bread in memory of Jesus, as well as the constant presence of the Holy Spirit who binds us together and helps us to witness to Christ in the world. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. The Spirit of God enlightens us with gifts. With one voice we now pray. That your whole church will continue to show in honest word and action that Jesus is Lord. Lord, hear us. that the nations of the world will be transformed by the deep values of the Holy Spirit and will never discriminate against any person because of race, colour or creed. Lord, hear us. That Christians will work to eliminate the scandal of disunity as we are called to be parts of one body united in Christ. Lord, hear us. For the whole world, including our local community, suffering and recovering from this pandemic, that God's grace, healing and peace will be with us all and lead us to recovery. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill and those who care for them, that the Lord will give them healing, peace and strength. Lord, hear us. That those who have gone before us, marked with the sign of faith, 
may enter into final glory, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Almighty God, today the Holy Spirit came upon your church and brought your saving work to its completion. We humbly ask you to hear the prayers of your people, renewed in the Spirit, and with the power of the resurrection of your Son, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, our Lord, and may this sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Grant, we pray, our Lord, that as promised by your Son, the Holy Spirit may reveal to us more abundantly the hidden mystery of this sacrifice and graciously lead us into all truth. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For bringing the Paschal Mystery to completion, you bestowed the Holy Spirit today on those you made your adopted children by uniting them to your only begotten Son. This same Spirit, as the Church came to birth, opened to all peoples the knowledge of God and brought together the many languages of the earth in profession of the one faith. Therefore, overcome with Paschal joy, Every land, every people exalts in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, 
we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognising the sacrificial victim, by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Saint Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant, Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, 
in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy, be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke of the marvels of God. Alleluia! A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. O God, who bestow heavenly gifts upon your church, safeguard, we pray, the grace you have given, that the gift of the Holy Spirit poured out upon her may retain all its force, and that this spiritual food may gain her abundance of eternal redemption. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone. With today's Feast of Pentecost, this brings our Easter season to a close. Have a grace-filled and compassion-filled week, and may God and the Holy Spirit continue to bless and protect us all. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May God the Father of lights, who was pleased to enlighten the disciples' minds by the outpouring of the Spirit, the Paraclete, grant you gladness by his blessing and make you always abound with the gifts of the same Spirit. May the wondrous flame that appeared above the disciples powerfully cleanse your hearts from every evil and pervade them with its purifying light. And may God, who has been pleased to unite many tongues in the profession of the one faith, give you perseverance in that same faith, and by believing, may you journey from hope to clear vision. And may Almighty God bless you now and always in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Spirit hymn inspired by the hymn of Rabanus Morris of the 9th century, music by Paul Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelk, 2020, sound effects by Mark D'Angelo, production by KER. May God bless and keep you.